0: one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the "We just hit a million orders" stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/specialoffer. All lowercase. That's Shopify.com/specialoffer. All right, welcome really to the Bringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify
1: meatballs
2: he's here producing this disaster of a show and joining me as always my wizards of wagering my gurus of gambling my barons of betting my overlords of the odds the d3 darren the parlay kid harry and brother bry what's happening fellas what's
1: going on Sal?
2: Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> it's so confusing. We moved We moved sites. We have I. There are some words I can't say anymore. But anyway, if I can get out the intro in under three and a half minutes, I'm happy. And uh, so <laughs> I did that. I am uh, coming to you from Eugene, Oregon. We're moving the boy in uh, tomorrow morning. You get this uh, parley kid with your kid. You have 17 kids in college uh, at the same time. Do you have this where you have an exact time? You get to move. I guess it makes sense to stagger. There's usually
1: like a window of time, Um, like a three-hour block where you can move in. It depends uh, on the campus, but um, that's, I'm sure, a a campus – with that many kids on it, uh, you, you, there's definitely got to be a block of time. And you'll still see it's going to be a mob scene. Oh, I'm so, sure. Good I'm luck. Sure. Have
2: fun. Well, let me tell you something. It was a mob <laughs> scene at Target because that's everybody and their brother was loading up on anything. The hot pots and, and, and deodorant and whatever it was. We were in Target today for two and a half hours. I thought I was going to lose my effing mind. Mm-hmm. I was really, I was like, my parents, I swear to God, they gave me a lamp and a, Broken clock radio, so, and said, Sal, you know, hit me on the head, and said, "Good luck, kids. This
1: is—I've I, I, I been saying it. Yeah, this, the the difference. You know, I went. I when I my yeah. first. You know, when I showed up with Sal, I had one of those mm-hmm. green army bags, like of right. with, packed with clothes, um, and I had a typewriter, nice. like a like an old school <laughs> typewriter. Right, good. Like <laughs> this is in nineteen eighty-eight, like the fall of eight. It's not that. It's long no, it's ago, long. It's but it is 35 years ago yeah. now, yeah. actually. No, so, but I, I, I know. I typewriter, so crazy. I made one mistake. I had to basically start. I'm over not kidding. Again. I
2: had a lamp and a clock radio, me? and I probably sold it uh, two weeks later after I lost a bet. I guarantee I lost the <laughs> teaser, three team teaser, and had to sell it. And this came. We're loading up, and by hour three, when we're deciding, um, when he's telling me, he's like, "No, no, no, I, I don't want uh, two in one shampoo and conditioner." I'm like, "Just freaking take what's in front of you. I they don't <laughs> have a, any conditioner separately. Just take it. Who cares a, it, anymore?"
1: It is amazing. The business that it's become for college uh, moving kids in and everything they get, the decorating of the room. And yeah, uh, it's incredible. I don't know if you have this
2: parlay kid, but I think my wife and she was very proud of this. She saw this online. They have, so instead of like packing gigantic bags, they have, they have bags, but they're like canvas bags. So it's like a blue, very thin canvas bag. And then you could fill it up and, you know, you check it. Mm -hmm. And, um, And basically you could, um, I'm trying to think about how it works. So so you could fold it up at the end, right? So you don't have this giant bag that you have to either keep or give away or take back. So you could just like kind of fold it up like a tarp, basically. Problem is there was like 47 of these blue bags that came off the luggage carousel. And like, we're just Mm -hmm. looking like idiots trying to figure out who's, who's is who. So (laughs) that's that. And we haven't even moved in yet. So Oregon, we're going to go over Oregon, Colorado. That's a big game. Might not even be the. Third, fourth biggest game, Harry, on the board. We got a lot of college stuff to go
0: over, right? Good stuff, good card this week. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, and we're gonna have Sharp Tank big picks from you guys. Uh, the Parlay Kid made me a trade. We're gonna look into that. And fantasy, Major League Baseball, quick look at uh, my and Bry's Astros. Uh, they won, right, Bry? We can go over it uh, later. Yeah, we'll they win, Mariners win, and Rangers win, right? Yep. So we gained nothing. Okay. So we'll go over that <laughs> a bit, but let's first now hit this Thursday night game giants at San Francisco 49ers. The line was 11. It went to 10 and a half. As of this recording, it's 10 44 is the over under I'm looking at this and I'm, I'm thinking are the 49ers two scores better than the G, G- men, probably most weeks. And this is, Not an endorsement of the Saquon Barkley list Giants. This is more an indictment of the Thursday night franchise and how prepared the double-digit favorite has to be to cover. And that's why I'm taking the Giants plus 10. I don't love it. I really don't love it at all. Uh, 49ers only 17 and 17 against the spread as home favorites under Kyle Shanahan. And this is, a again, 10 points, a big number after just three days rest. I'm going 2016 49ers win, but I'll take the points And I think under is probably a better play. Parlay kid, you're with me on the giants.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Barely here though, Sal, I really had to think about this. This is, um, I would not be stunned if we were were talking later tomorrow night, uh, tonight saying, uh, wow, what were we thinking? That was too easy. Uh, The 49ers win uh, 35 to 10 or something, but you know, it's these Thursday night games. Mm-hmm. It's the NFL. That's a pr- pretty big number we're getting here. The Giants hopefully will ride that second half momentum. Mm. And last game, Jones' confidence is building. You uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe they found a little something. And for the 49ers, could they come out a little flat in this game? Yeah. They certainly could. Uh, this, I don't know how up they're going to be getting for this game after a few days' rest themselves. I think they win the game, but I'm going to take Flat the Giants against, to cover the against uh, so. the Rams,
2: for sure, until they turned it on. Um, Harry, you made a nice cartoon. It's out, your weekly cartoon. You stole a half a point. You took the Giants on the cartoon, plus 10 and a half. Look at you, you little devil. You lose one week, and you and you, and you you really you panic, and you steal a half a point. But anyway. <laughs> it was so 10 and
0: yeah. a half. And well, as soon as Barkley was ruled out, it was 10 and a half. That's when I made it. And look, All right. uh Big D there sounds a lot like me a little bit, saying, <laughs> It's a Thursday game, yeah. which mm-hmm. sounds like what I would come up with, and I have that a little bit in my analysis. Yeah. In the- oh,
2: <laughs> That's what you would come up with, that it's a Thursday game?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Both the, the schedule makers beat you <laughs> to it. Yeah, go ahead. Decided by a total of seven points, so God. taking the ten. Yeah, even though it was against Arizona, that huh. was still an impressive comeback, down 21 by New York and Daniel Jones. Maybe that second-half performance gets the Giants going, even without Barkley. Next man up, Matt Breida versus your former team, uh, let's go. Let's let's do something right. where Jones doesn't have to do everything on this team offensively. Help him out a little bit. Jones has some confidence back, as Big D just said a little while ago. I like him going deep to Jalen Hyatt. Went twice last game against Arizona. He's a talented rookie out of Tennessee. Um, and Brandon Ayuk, a little bit banged up for Sam Fran, his leader-receiver. I'm hoping New York, New York, the New York Giants are yeah. out of their funk, and I'm mm-hmm. going to take the 10 here.
2: I'm gonna figure this out because I'm definitely take the 49ers money line. But for the (laughs) purposes of having to give him a pick with the 10, Brian, I'm gonna take the Giants. But you know, Harry said Ayuk is banged up. The Giants' offensive line is banged up too. They got a guy in concussion protocol, and we know about Barkley. So I, I just don't know if the defense. So if you have an A-plus defense that plays on three days rest, that could go down to a B-minus, right? Which still might be enough to cover the double digits, and you think it is with the 49ers.
3: Yeah, well, let me ask you guys. Are you guys bringing back the three-team tees this week? Are you guys bringing it back? Bringing it back? yeah
1: <laughs> did it ever oh, go I, it's
3: funny i used to always do it i haven't done it a lot really? lately i used to always do it but i mean well you know me. i
2: i get a lot of crap and raheem palmer gave me that for teasing through the zero people get mad if you tease through the zero right so the, yeah, last, yeah, week, the giants, last week the giant last week well, i had the same analysis i'm like i don't know the giants may not be good enough to cover the the spread against the the cardinals but i'll take a teaser i, I just for, i didn't want to say money line parlay but yeah, sure. That, that's a little trick. If it's four and a half or five and you like them to win, take the money line and adjust whatever other line you're putting it with. Right. Yeah. But that, that's why I probably stay away from teasers more. I do more money lines. Yeah. Up. No, like, I was gosh. just wondering
3: if you yeah. guys bring the 10 pointers back, you know, with, yeah. with these, with these, with these three, these three huge favorites this weekend. But yeah, look, I, I do like the 49ers to cover the 10. I'm kind of glad it got to 10 from 11. But look, Giants on the West Coast twice in four days. I don't know who scheduled this, um, mm-hmm. although maybe... They stayed out here, bro. does not matter? They stayed I out I in Arizona get, all four they're days. They're probably better off. They're, maybe they are better off than coming back and then flying all the way back. But that's really tough, though, on a team to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And look... Aside from Daniel Jones playing the best half of football in his life, you know, their season was on the line. There was pretty much over. Maybe maybe they do get some mojo back, but I don't know. They have two starters on the offensive line are out. And and that's already a line that had played really poorly, in, especially in week one. Barkley out. Ojalari out. I will say, if you are a Kayvon Thibodeau fan and you are watching the Giants, you have to be extremely worried because he has been non-existent. It's kind of like Tyree Wilson for the Raiders non-existent in the first two games. So if you get, mm-hmm. if you're playing with, if that, that guy has to get production for you, or he just kills them if he doesn't. And he has really struggled. And the one thing I will say is like this 49ers team, when they are, we don't know the status of Ayuk, but in general, when McCaffrey's playing, when Samuel's playing, when this team is fully healthy, they are tough to stop. And yeah. the giants are just not going to be able to keep up. I think this is 27 or 30 to 13. Yeah. Again,
2: if this is on a Sunday and I don't even think the line is much different if this is on a Sunday. Right. But because it's on a Thursday, I I just don't trust the Thursday night games. I don't do it yet. Look, the Eagles were probably two scores better than the Vikings. But I'm probably I think we called it like they're going to be you know, they were in a defensive mess of a game against the Patriots and they're going to struggle in the second half a little. They're going to be tired. And that, that's kind of what happened. And the Vikings covered or pushed whatever in the, the last minute. So uh, I just uh, don't trust it all that much. All right, let's go to props here. Um, you know, Debo, didn't I go Debo under week one or week two with you guys? I can't remember. Was it yeah, on the did. TV? Was it on week one, Harry? Or was It was on TV with you, right? Yeah. Going under. I'm doing it again. Uh, under 55 and a half receiving yards, minus 114. I know we went for 63 last week, but if you have him in fantasy last year or the year before, you know you can't expect consistency out of him. He is under 55 and a half receiving yards in six of his last eight home games. I think that trend continues. That's nice at 75%. So give me under for Debo, 55 and a half. Brother Bry Waller. Oh, he's your nemesis all of a sudden. Next yeah, later. he is my, ne- he is my <laughs> nemesis here.
3: I, and look, I was making fun. Of, I had a giant friend uh, friend over watching the giant game. I was making fun of a while in the first half. And then he ended up having a good game. I mean, he did have mm-hmm. 76 yards. Him and Hyatt were big for them. But I think this is, uh, that, that was a good matchup for him. I think this is a terrible matchup for him. And this is why I really love this bet. Look, the 49ers in the first two games have given up 34 yards in total to tight ends. On 15 mm-hmm. targets, so last year they gave up about 40 yards per game to tight ends. I just really like this under. You never know what you're going to get from while You never know if he's going to be gimpy, especially on a short week. You know, all of a sudden he pulls up a little lame in the first half. But even even a fully healthy Wilder, 48 and a half is really high. I feel like against the 49ers.
2: Yeah, Harry, I was going to go exactly opposite of this. Um, mm. Daniel Jones rushing. I know what your reasoning is going to be, but uh, it's over 39.5. But let me just read you. You're not going to care. Uh, six of his last eight road games, he's gone under this number, rushing.
0: But go ahead. Well, so far this season, I'm going to go over, over 39.5 rushing yep. yards at minus 114, averaging 51 a game so far this season, went over in both of them, averaging 4.6 per carry. 78, remember that win against Minnesota in the playoffs, 78 in that game, last regular season, game of the year last year against Indy, 91. 49 in his only career game against San Fran. He's going to have to keep drives alive with his legs, give the Giants defense a chance to catch their breath, keep the Giants in the game, keep the drives alive. That's what Jones does. Rita's got to help out a little bit too, but Jones get to the outside. He was fantastic last week doing that in the second half against Arizona. I think he can do that against San Fran here and their linebackers. Right, and you're going to be at the, the game cheering him on, right? I will be at the game if uh, <laughs> if my flight doesn't get screwed up again, as, you, as it usually does. I'm like Why would from get my last up? five flights that I was delayed two hours or more, so. <laughs> Well, I'm flying out tomorrow, oh. so you know we'll see. Oh, I see, I see. You're not leaving till tomorrow. I know all that right. annoys Parley, Kid, but that's okay.
2: <laughs> Which part that you're flying out the same day? Everything,
0: or? everything. It's all right.
2: <laughs> no, it's fine. Have no, it's so right. time. We're so freaking happy for you. Are you kidding me? This is terrific. Uh, all right, Parley Kid, you're also a pro Daniel Jones in this game, but probably for the reason that they're going to have to come back. You like him for most most passing yards, yeah?
1: Right. Yeah, if you remember last week, I took Cousins' uh, most passing yards in this game at minus 140. This week, I'm getting Jones at Mm -hmm. plus 120. Both him and Purdy average about 200 yards per game uh, in their career, passing-wise, especially Jones the last few years. Uh, But, yeah, I think the Giants are going to have to play from behind in this game at some point. Uh, And San Fran, on a short week, uh, they could start pounding the ball a little bit. And the Giants, I think Jones probably found some connections with some people. Hyatt, his ability to stretch the field, maybe yeah. catches one deep one somewhere along the line. Brita, or you know, if Barkley does final, no, he's, he's out playing, for three right? weeks. He's oh, officially he, Yeah, is it is it is official? Up. You guys said yeah. that, but a, but Brita, here's the thing: Brita's a very good pass catcher mm-hmm. out of the backfield. Hodgins, I, I I've always been a fan of this kid. Hodgins. I, I don't I don't love any giant receiver, but they're all decent enough that uh, Jones has to take to the air. I, I think I could see him throwing for 250 and that beats Purdy at some point. And I get a plus number here, plus 120. Jones going to have to throw. I wonder what Jones behind.
2: more passing yards than Dobbs was last week, probably minus two something. And you were like left for dead at halftime. Right. And then, but, but my God, wow. they must've come. I, I'm curious to see what that, uh, that number would be. All right, let's go to first touchdown. Now we're zero for eight, right? We only do the Thursday mm-hmm. games now for, First touchdown. Oh, gosh. We're 0 for freaking 8. And we do this as a uh, as a group, and we urge people to just bet all of our picks. Um, and we're taking some long shots here, I'll say, for the most part. So we'll, we'll be able to make it back if one of our four guys uh, strikes pay dirt first. I will say the Giants, I read this, have scored first in only three of their last 19 games. And that might be just like field goal, touch it, whatever. But um three of their first last 19 games they've scored first. That's interesting. First touchdown, as far as FanDuel is concerned, the favorite is Christian McCaffrey at plus 240. Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel both tied for second at plus six fifty. All right, Harry. Uh, you've been talking a lot about Breda against his old team. 12 to 1.
0: Yeah, look, I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but we all went, I think Brian said uh We all went Philly last week. And of course, Hawkinson scores for Minnesota. So all you guys, I don't know what you guys are going with, but in case you guys are going all San Fran, I'm going to take a giant. I'm going to take Brita with Barkley out Brita in for New York versus his former team in San Fran. I'm going to take a shot with Brita. They get down low. Nice drive to start the game (laughs) for the Giants. San Francisco wins a toss. The first to the second half giants go down. Jones leads it.
2: Brita from three yards out. Wow. You even have the toss in there. All right. So if you parlay Brita with the Giants losing the toss, that's even better, right? You can probably get like sure. 25 yeah. to one for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Brian, yeah. Brian, you're taking the big, I mean, this might be the biggest long shot we've taken in, in years. I prob- a,
3: it probably is. Score. Look, I will say the, uh-huh.
1: the
3: Giants... First touchdown props, they are ridiculously high and probably based on the stat you just said and the yeah, fact that 3. they're playing 2. the 49ers and the fact that yeah. I think they're going to score 13 points. But that being said, when you look <laughs> at all these lines, they are, they are so high. They kind of yeah. got me like, I the, you know, the Niners line stink, right? McCaffrey, Ayuk, Sam, not getting much value uh, there. But I was looking at Jalen Hyatt at 65 to 1. And now I don't think the Giants are going to score slow, methodical touchdown drives here against the 49ers. I think if they do score, it's going to have to be somewhat of a big play by somebody on this team. And we saw what Hyatt did in the second half. Every Giant fan has been calling for Hyatt for Mm -hmm. weeks now. And again, we saw those two big plays he made in the second half. So I think just odds wise, I think it's maybe worth it to take a little bit of a chance here. 65 to one. For an explosive type of player like him, just seemed out of whack. Yeah. Although all of them, every giant one. I mean, Brady's the the best one, and he's twelve to one. And well, daniel you start like with a guy like it. You start with a guy,
2: the favorite could catch and run it in, right? And it's plus two forty, and so and so that's very very low, right? We right. don't see super. We don't see plus one ninety ever, right? At plus two forty is as, as low as it gets, pretty much. Remember, Derek Henry would get yeah. a little lower, but uh, but and so extrapolate that so the Giants players are all going to be high. Even the 49ers players, the other 49ers players are going to be uh, a little higher than normal. All right, Parlay kid, what you got for us?
1: I'm going to take Kittle at 10 to one, Sal. You know, we always tight ends seem to factor in here right. down by the goal line. Often Kittle hasn't caught a touchdown pass set in the first two games, but him and Purdy had some magic around the end zone late last year. Kittle kind of revitalized the season uh, with Purdy last year. I, maybe they try to get him one here early as he hasn't had one. Maybe Ayuk is out. Kittle is more of a factor in this game. Let's take Kittle at 10 to one with the tight end. And let's face it. So, I mean, if one of these giants do score, it certainly helps us with our, our, plus with our 10. getting sure. 10 points sure here in this game too. Yeah. You know, what right, I mean, we're, so we're all over the I place because I it.
2: have Brock Purdy at 20 to one. He had a rushing touchdown versus the Rams last week. He had one in the playoffs versus Seattle. He had another one against Tampa last year. He gets three or four carries a game and a 20 to one. I don't mind him being the first to run it in if they're at. You know, if they're at the seven, it'll probably be McCaffrey. If they're at the one or two, I don't know. Maybe there's a little <laughs> bootleg. Uh, I, I'm completely guessing at this point. Is uh, one <laughs> to one. Yeah. <laughs> McCaffrey scores. Uh, scores McCaffrey. <laughs> McCaffrey scores first. That's Everybody's boring if he does McCaffrey scores first. Everybody. I agree. Take McCaffrey I agree. Two forty. But I <laughs> we're, agree. Gonna, we're gonna we're going we'll get back on track eventually. Uh Big big numbers. High at sixty five to one. Kittle ten to one. Braid at twelve to one. And Purdy 21. Let's take a quick break and then we'll get into the college action. Lots of good uh, matchups coming up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download
0: the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
3: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
2: All right, here we go. College football. I'm here in Eugene. I'm leaving before the game because it just is not going to work out. My schedule, my boy is going. Uh, Oregon, laying 21 to Colorado. And um, we cancel the tuition check if they blow this. If they lose on the money line to Coach Prime, Ooh. it's got to be Ooh. over, right? We got to get uh, that yeah. out. 70 and a half is the over-under. That's fun. Um, You know, we talked about this uh, yesterday with Colorado, how lucky they were, how fortunate they were to get by Colorado State. Let's look at this line. Before the TCU game, Parlay Kid, they were 20, I think it opened preseason at twenty twenty one right there. And then they upset TCU and it falls to like 14. Everybody loses their mind. Mm. And then they beat Nebraska and they, Colorado does, and they barely get by in-state rival Colorado State. And the odds makers are like, wait a minute. Uh, we don't know what to make of this coach prime squad. And now it's back up to 21. I know uh, Harry has this pick, but Parley kid real quick. Your guy is out. Does that the two way player being out? Does that hurt them more on offense or defense for Hunter?
1: You know, it seemed like, you know, I would That's say it hurts them more on defense. So it seemed like they have enough weapons on offense. Uh, Sanders can spreads that ball around anyway. I do think this is, Uh, You know, with our Oregon's offense Mm. with Bo Nix. uh, Yeah, I think Hunter being out on defense is going to hurt them a lot more this game than him being absent on offense. So that's going to come. I think it's going to come back and bite him here. Uh, I think Bo Nix has yeah, a really big game Yeah, because if you watch, you know, Colorado
2: State, and even like Nebraska was doing it a little bit, they were crushing Colorado on the underneath routes, right? The slant plays. I mean, they went to it once too often, Colorado State, but I think Oregon will just eat them up doing that, and they're going to be able to run on them too. Uh, Marquis Serving and yeah. Jordan James, and I, I like Bo Nix to have a big game too. So I'm taking Oregon, you know, they've covered every game this year, the only game they We're favored by 21 or more. They're 1 0 against the spread. I'm impressed with Shador Sanders, but I think his team puts up 21 and Oregon scores like 50, 51. So I'm right in there. Harry, you're uh, with me with
0: Oregon. I'm right there with you, Sal. Yeah, it was weird. All right. Colorado goes from a three touchdown favorite to a three touchdown dog in a week. Um, Coach Prime's time is about to end, I think. Yeah. Bonex torches this defense. Colorado really should have lost as a three-touchdown favorite last week. We mentioned against Colorado State, guys. This Ducks offense is tremendous. 174 points in three games. Mentioned no Travis Hunter. Zion is humbled here, in Eugene, Sal, you said, what, 50? What you say, 51-21?
2: Yeah, right around there.
0: I got 58-28. Yeah. Okay.
2: I'll go with that, too. Wow, that's a lot of points. That's way over the uh, – that's 86. Yeah. Is, that what is that what that adds to? Um, Bry would – Colorado have been the first team to win as a twenty point underdog and lose as a twenty point favorite. Oh. I don't think I've
3: seen that last oh, that's week. that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's like some lower schools like that that have done that, but but that have lost? Yeah, that uh, I, I, yeah, I, I lot. I, I, I doubt there's a power. So. I doubt, doubt there's teams. a power five team that's done When does that. it happen? A power like five, that on definitely a power not.
0: Power five team. When does it right.
3: happen? I don't. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. So yeah,
2: someone looked not. up. Mikey Meatballs, try to get us an answer for that in the next 30 (laughs) seconds or so. All right, Mississippi, Alabama, it's seven and 55 and a half. Um, You know, Alabama beat USF in the rain. I think it was 17-3. They were lousy against Texas. Texas ran the clock out on them at home. Um, They're two and one, and conference play starts this Saturday against the Rebels. It's a weird thing. It really is weird how they're doing this parlay kid. You know, like Nick Saban, I don't know. I can see him coming out. It's like, it's conference play. We're getting serious now. And now we win these games by 30, but it's also not the same team. It's certainly not the same in that we know this team to have a great quarterback in the last decade. And now he's deciding Pauly kid on like Wednesday who's, who's starting. And it's, it's Jalen Milrow, who is benched because he's better than who are the other two, Buckner and Simpson. So, I'm going to take Mississippi who's 5 and 1 against the spread in the last 6 September games and 12 and 6 against the number yeah. versus the last 18 uh against Alabama. They play them tough. Uh you're with me at the plus 7.
1: Yeah, I am. An, I am selling. No, look, I'm sure Saban has some tricks up his sleeve this weekend. But I'm also a believer in Lane Kiffin. I think he's a good, uh, really solid coach. I think he can match wits Mm. here with Saban in this game. Uh, Jackson Dart has been very effective so far uh, as really a two-way threat as a quarterback, averaging about 70-plus yards a game on the ground, about 285 yards per game in the air. Only one pick so far throughout his first three games. Very effective. And Mississippi, really their best offensive player, Keyshawn Judkins, uh, who had a great yeah. freshman year has yet to get on track. Uh, you know, averaging only about forty yards rushing per game. Maybe this is a week where they could find a little bit more balance. And and Judkins is is a force. And and Mississippi might be really tough here uh, for Alabama. I think the seven points. I think this I game too. plays close. Sal. Uh,
2: yeah, let's, I, let's I like take it the close seven. late. I think Jackson Dart like extends his drives with. His, what did you say? He had one hundred thirty six rushing last week. So. Um, yeah, I mean, Alabama, I, imagine with the recruiting class not having a quarterback by like the midweek. I don't I, – isn't mm. it strange? Look, look, I'm an idiot. I said Jalen Millrell going into that Texas game. Like, watch his odds shrink. Um, his odds for playing are you shrinking think, uh, now at this point.
1: Could Could you see like Arch Manning ending oh, yeah. up there next year or yeah, something? Yeah, maybe. Wow, that would be
2: a big thing. All right, Fan, Fandle, put odds up right? on that. I, Arch just... Manning's next <laughs> team if he doesn't uh, <laughs> yeah. play with uh, – Uh, Texas. All right. Florida State at Clemson. Brian, we didn't even go over this on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. I I don't know why like I forgot this game. You forgot it. It's a really good game. Florida State uh, favored by two and a half, 55 and a half. We're going to see that number a lot. 55 and a half is the over under Both these teams Mm. look bad in at least one game, I would say, right? Clemson opening week, getting beat up by Duke, although the stats were comparable. Um, Florida State won last week, but survived a, a big scare versus suspect Boston College team. So Clemson one and two against the spread. Florida State two and one against the spread. I'm going to go Clemson in the points here, Brian. I know you're with me. Their mm. defense is still tough. Eleventh in EPA per play this season. Florida State. I don't know. I, I I kind of going by what what I saw last, and they let that Castellanos, what was it for Boston College, pass for over 300 yards against them. So Clay Kobleneck, who is back up to 60 percent. Um, not 60% health, 60% passing last <laughs> week against Florida Atlantic. I like him to have a good game. Jordan Travis, mid-range Heisman hopeful, was okay last week, but hurt his non-throwing arm probably won't make a difference. But, I don't know, Clemson's beat him six straight, Bri, and a seven, catching points seven. at home? I think Seven, seven. yeah. Give me, give me Clemson.
3: Yeah, I feel the same way, Sal. Like, it's crazy that Clemson, to me, is actually the, an, an underdog at home. I, I think, mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I think... They, they've won like 40 straight home games in the ACC, something like that. Home games. Uh, home games, yeah, maybe. In the yep. ACC, I know they had their home streak snapped, I think, against South Carolina last year, but mm-hmm. I think they still have their ACC home games in, in streak um, going. But I, I just think at the moment, Clemson's a little underrated. Again, that first week was just weird against Duke. I thought they kind of outplayed them they just kind of it was one of those games where everything just went wrong for them and Florida State may be just a little bit overrated we we saw that scare last week against Boston College and they were lucky to escape with the win and if you remember last year Clemson Clemson won that game at Florida State but they were yeah. up big in that game i think it was 34-13 right. going into the fourth quarter Florida State made a little bit of a comeback there in the fourth uh, but still lost. So the Clemson crowd, and this is a huge game for Clemson just for ACC purposes, right? They lose mm-hmm. here. They're they're pretty much done. This isn't isn't necessarily the end all for Florida State here, but it is the end for right. Clemson. The crowd's going to be crazy at home, so I like them to win, but give me the points sir. I'm
2: with you. I think Dabo has his team ready for this one, and maybe the value went away a little bit because it opened to three, and now it's two and a half if you like yeah. Clemson, but uh, I also like the under here. I just think both defense, we're going to look in the third quarter and it's going to be 17, 14 or something. Like so, uh, yeah, late third quarter. So, uh, yeah, I like Clemson. I like the under now Ohio state at Notre Dame, Ohio state three and a half point favorite Harry 55 Ooh. and a half. Our old friend, Eddie spaghetti is going to be, um, eating his fingers. He's not going to be, no, he's eating brisket <laughs> or, and in, in, where is he Austin or his family? I'm not sure what he's doing, but. Uh, Harry, you like Notre Dame here. I don't know. I I just feel like Ohio State just has their number. Five and 0 straight up. Last five, four and one against the number. Uh, Last five. But you say different team and you take uh, taking the Irish.
0: It it is a different team, Sal. Like, I mean, years after year, we see Notre Dame. They're pretty good, but we're not sure what we're going to get quarterback wise. They don't have that stud quarterback. They've got swagger this year. They're blowing teams out and they've got Sam Hartman, who's got 13 touchdowns. Zero picks, had a great career at Wake Forest, tons of touchdowns. He's got the Irish fans uh, believing, and I'm believing in them too. And by the way, Notre Dame last year without Hartman played in the horseshoe and played Ohio State very close, Uh, and that was with C.J. Stroud. They don't have him, obviously, anymore. And after Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, I'm not so sure who can step it up for the Buckeyes offensively. I just like this Irish team. I like what they've done so far, getting points at home. Give me the Irish. All right.
2: Let's go, I'm, Eddie. I'm going the other way. I like Kyle McCord, actually, to have a big game here and uh, with the aforementioned Harrison there. Yeah, I, I, it's funny, Brian, and I talked about this on the uh, Cousins House Winning Weekend. Um, when we went over this line, when we were covering the conferences, I had you guys guess, and it was Ohio State won. And Harry, now it's three and a half. So no matter what I think, I still think Ohio State covers it, but I'm not sure what we've seen the first three weeks warrants that two and a half point jump in the spread. I I still have to pick them to win. But uh, there you go. I think their defense is very, very good. Maybe uh, underrated here. So taking Ohio State. All right, listen, we're going to take a break. Then sharp tank, little baseball, and trade offers. We'll be right back. This episode is
0: brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use Gift Mode. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply.
2: All right, we're nearing the end of the week, so the D three is going to present me each one bet, and I'm going to buy one of them. What did what happened last week?
1: What did we do? I won. Y- you won. You you took carries, and oh, his,
2: this was the only loser. Who did you have again? What did I do with you?
3: Uh, what I have? Bro? Nobody can remember. You had some parlay or. Some yeah, I just didn't like. I teams. didn't like
2: any three. Right, I didn't like any of the three bets, and then two of them won. Of course, I gotta love. That's so stupid. Right, would be awful on the prices. Right. All right. So let's, uh, Harry. Let me hear yours first. Giants. Right. The yeah. Giants. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 Giant spread. I don't no, know.
0: the giant spread. Yeah. Five and a half. Of course. After all three.
2: that. After all that. All right, Harry. Let's hear your oh, teaser yeah. for this week.
0: <laughs> Seven point teaser in the NFL. Let's start with the Patriots up to four and a half plus four and a half against the Jets. New England Bill Belichick, no matter what, never lose to the Jets. Never. the last time the Patriots <laughs> fell to the Jets was in 2015. New England, for you know, being 0-2. We're in both games and could have won both games so far this year. The Jets' D didn't look good last week. Sauce Gardner has been torched a couple times. Supposed to be such a great corner and and, and everything that he's supposed to be doing on this Jets team. He got torched a couple times. I'm going to take more than four points here, Sal. I'm going to take New England plus the four and a half with Tampa Bay Mm. against the Eagles up to 12 and a half. I do like this. I do like it. Philly is 2 0 but a very shaky 2 0 Plus, A.J. Brown was kind of making it all about him, arguing with Jalen Hurts on the sidelines, which I didn't like to see. No one saw Baker in the box to be 2-0 to start the season. Evans looks fantastic. And the Tampa Bay defense, Sal. Eight sacks over two weeks. They forced five turnovers. <laughs> Looks interesting at home. Give me 12 and a half for the bucks. All right. on Monday so,
2: night. Uh, if you're listening, AJ Brown and Jalen Hurd, stop arguing on the sideline. Harry doesn't like to see it. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, I don't know why. He uh, you don't like to see, to see, see that. Not, you do not, like not that the a 2 0 team. I like it. You know, we talk about when games occur and I would have liked the Niners a lot more over the Giants if this, that was a Sunday game and not after three days. I would have liked this Tampa game a lot more if it was, uh, you know, not under the lights and Sunday afternoon and a hundred degree heat and stifled mm-hmm. the Eagles a little bit. But 12 and a half is a lot. Pats at plus four and a half is a lot on a seven point teaser. All right, will get back to you, Harry. Uh, Pauly kid. What do you got? You're going pro also.
1: Yeah, I came back uh, last week with a uh, Steelers money line oh, victory right. on Monday night. I'm going to come back with the Monday night game again, Sal, and stay in the mm-hmm. Central Division with the Cincinnati Bengals, minus two and a half over the Rams, uh, kind of a homecoming for McVay. This is a rematch of the Super Bowl from a few years back, but also McVay's from the area Dayton, Ohio guy. Uh, but that that's not going to really mean anything in this game. Rams are coming off a real physical game against the 49ers, kind of getting beat up. A lot of guys uh, hurting this week for that team. I don't know. How long can uh, Puka Nakua um, keep uh, catching the ball like this for the Rams? Uh, You know, he looked like he was banged up towards the end of that game. Since he started 0-2 last year, still got the job done. So I think this is still a team that believes in itself and knows that they can turn it around. There's something off with Joe Burrow. Oh, if, if he doesn't play well this week, I'm going to have to start thinking that there's something off with him, whether it's his calf injury, possible thumb injury, I don't know. But I'm I'm betting on Burrow to get it done. He's a winner. Chase goes off this week. The receiving core has a huge game. Cincinnati's defense shows a little bit more Whoa. grit against this banged-up Rams All offense. Right. Since I gotta stop it because so.
2: we don't even know if Joe Burrow's playing, right? That's why this is two and a half. Wouldn't it be like six, six and a half? I think it opened at six, six and a half. And now uh, Burrow, you know, still aggravated calf. They're not sure. Burrow's gonna so. play so yeah. all right. So he if Burrow playing. plays, this yeah, is pretty much he's... a steal. But if it's freaking Jake Browning against McVeigh's defense, I, I, I don't know. I feel like that's that's the story of the the line and the mm-hmm. spread and how you're gonna
1: pick this, right? Brown, so Browning's right? garbage. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, look, abs- I Sal. I'm. I think I don't see Burrow okay. missing this game. I mean, if he if he doesn't play this game, that you might as well, well shut him down for the year. Yeah. Like that. That's how. That's what I feel like. And you just gave him a right. huge contract. All right, so you're he's banking playing. on him playing, I mean, and if he plays, and he's. I, I don't think if this cat this tweak to a calf injury, should yeah. hold him out. If this is too important okay. of a game for them, and they got hmm. the extra day. They got the extra day rest. I think he's playing, and then I think you get a bargain here. I think the
2: Texans. Did I read it right. The Texans are the only team to go zero and three and make the playoffs. Um, the the old Texans, not anything we've seen in the last few years for sure. Um, so yeah, you want to avoid that for sure in the competitive AFC North. But but that's just the bet. That's the bet right there, Bry. If uh, Browning's playing or or uh,
3: Joe Burrow. All right, what you got, Bry? A right. Teaser. Yeah. I'm doing a teaser. Six point, not a, not a seven. You can't, and I'll tell you, you can't take Harry's pick because Raheem's going to kill you because you're going to, you cross that line. Um, cross it. Well, Oh <laughs> boy. When I sent
2: them, remember the one I sent you that three team, I had the Cowboys <sighs> plus three and a half. It was so, 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 so adjusted. Cowboys plus three and a half Niners plus three and a half. Uh, Denver plus, um, what seven, seven, and plus a half. seven and a half. I crossed all the freaking
3: zeros in that one. He let me have it good. But anyway, that's okay. Sorry, <laughs> right. A win's a win. Well, let's hear it. A win's a win. But yeah, I'm going to do a six point teaser and I think you'll like this one. Cause I'm going to take, I'm going to jump the Vikings up to seven and a half from one and a half. And mm-hmm. I'm jumping the mm-hmm. Titans up to nine and a half uh, from three and a half. But we mm-hmm. talked about it yesterday, right? It, This Vikings-Chargers game, how is it not going to come down to the wire, right? This is likely going to be a field goal game, if not an overtime game. Yeah, who who chokes late in this Mm -hmm. game, but it's likely within a touchdown. So I'll gladly... I mean, I do look, I will say I do like the Vikings to win this one, but I'll gladly jump on them to getting the seven and a half. And I really like the Titans getting nine and a half, too, because I think both defenses are going to show up in this one. I think it's going to be really, really low scoring. And I think after this this past Monday night, I think the Browns are just with the injuries and everything else. I think they're just a little bit of a mess. Right. Everybody's talking about Watson or whatever. But I think if they do win this game, the Browns, I think it's a field goal. I think this is really, again, both of these games are really, really close down to the wire. One offensive game, one defensive game, but getting seven and a half and getting nine and a half. So so I like that one.
2: It's tough because I have both these teams to win their division preseason. I don't want to give it up just yet. Uh, I think the Titans still have a decent shot, but I also have the Browns to win that division. And I think if Watson is going to look good in any game, and maybe he won't, um, this is kind of the this is kind of the team you get right against, right? The Titans, at least stats-wise. I think the Titans' oh. D is pretty good.
3: I think the Titans' this, D is uh, The secondary? No, in I don't gen- think so. No, just, in, gen- just no. in general, though. I think their D is, they, yeah, their no, D I think is they,
2: pretty good. I think they pass against them. Um, all right. Oh, man. All right, Harry, I'm going to go with you again.
3: Oh, yeah. what am I doing? am crossing yeah. the zeros. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go.
2: <laughs> Two zeros, crossing zeros here. Me and Harry. All right.
0: Tampa
1: plus Passing 12 and bucks, a half. Baby. Patriots
2: plus four and a half. That's my uh, sharp tank. I'm with Harry. Uh, and he's going to be at both of those games. In in addition to the 49ers game, and in addition <laughs> to the Raiders game, right? You're going to hit how many yeah, games you're going to the Ra- to this Raiders year? Raiders
0: yeah. game on Sunday. And yeah. by the way, I'll probably be at Anyone, our fans out there, you want to come out and hang out. I'm going to be at Circa, Circa Casino, uh, racing sports book on Monday. Watch. There you go.
2: Games. Excellent. Our friends at FanDuel nice. will be delighted to hear you say that. Uh, all right. Let's uh, quick look <laughs> at the uh, playoff teams in action here. Rangers, uh, Brian, we're, we're hanging on with this Astros win. So, uh, you know, Fandle does a nice job of keeping updated odds. Yeah. On the, even when the games are going on, we noticed. Um they're the, best. the Astros were when the Astros were a half a game up when the when yesterday concluded they were minus one forty. What's interesting is they win, Seattle wins, Texas wins. There's another day knocked off the calendar. We're that much closer to the finish line here, and they're only minus one thirty five. What goes on? What are we going to do? I don't like it.
3: Well, I don't like it, and the problem is I asked you a while ago. Look, I will say I never hedge at all. I never hedge, but at one point in time they were like minus six hundred. The Rangers got up to thirteen to one. I was debating whether to hedge. Now it's like it's it's. I want to hedge because I want to get the hell out of it because I'm just so sick of watching. So sick of watching some blown leads, even though the Astros came back today. But yeah, I I don't know. It's so close. You can't you can't hedge this one. Uncharacteristic of the Astros pulling that out today. Yeah, Yeah. I wish if you know if if Seattle was in it or Texas was in it, it would be great. But if not, now it just screws me. But right. boy, you won five grand last week. You can bail out a little bit. Look at that. Yeah, is bit. that true? Well, what do yeah. I? What do I bail out on? I bail out on. Uh, <laughs> well, that's uh, we it is interesting because you're
2: right. The, I mean, you the Rangers were, Rangers the were two weeks ago, like within the last thirteen three to one weeks. like
3: yeah. eight days ago. Yeah, yeah. right. And yeah. Seattle was like six to one wow. when I called it to everyone's attention. Yeah.
2: Like uh, that was probably a month ago at this point. But God, uh, if one of those teams takes it from Houston, why are we rooting for Houston anyway? What do we do? I know. Why did we do? All right.
1: Right,
2: that's my well, I, that's my. You question. know what, I, kid, I put it with the Braves. What did I do, Brian? I put it with the Braves and the Dodgers as to win the division. Right, probably oh, sometime well, early look, summer.
3: Look, yeah. if you if you get if you get a sweep at home against the Royals, mm-hmm. which they struggled against on the road. If you get a sweep at home against the Royals, you're in good shape because it's likely one of those two other teams are going to win two out of three in that series, right? You're going to pick up a game probably on somebody and two games on the other. If you sweep, if you, right, sweep. that's
2: key. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Meanwhile, my Mets and your Yankees are just destroying me. I, I told you, I went over my bets. I have, I'm, I'm picked against Arizona to make the playoffs on a, a monster, monster parlay. I picked the Astros to win a the division. Then when they were like three and a half back of the Rangers, I bet the Rangers to make the playoffs. So I was like, okay, I got a nice little middle there. Well, the Rangers uh, the Rangers may be back on track, but I have to follow them every night. And now this Arizona, I have to follow four teams every night to see if Arizona is going to steal that. And I also have to follow Toronto, because maybe they could drop out of the AL wildcard race, but your Yankees can't freaking hit parlay, kid, against this uh, <laughs> Toronto team. And then uh, I have to follow Miami in hopes that they can knock Arizona out and the Mets just beat up on them all the time. So, uh we, really let's fast forward. Let's get to week 5 in uh football so I could just pay up and uh get a get are a Those types of Mets
0: any fun. They don't sound like they're fun. <laughs> they <It never laughs> <ends up being laughs> don't sound like that's any fun.
2: Why is Arizona? What the hell? What the what, what where did the Padres the go? Where did all these good yeah. teams go?
0: they are happened the snakes. To,
2: what happened to the Mets? Harry's making some noise. Not that's surprised
3: uh, let's take another quick break and we'll wrap things up <laughs> uh, against all odds. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But
0: detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true.
3: I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, coming back here. Now, I'm 2-0 oh in this league that we've been in for 30, 40, 70 years. I don't know what it is, this fantasy league. Um, I'm not 2-0. Oh. I'm 1-1. One one. Harry is 2-0. Oh. Brian is a defending champ. He's 0-2. I knocked you out, Brian. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, that My was Tyson. That was Tos- Tyson uh, Razor. Way Ruddock overdue for Brian
0: to have a crap team and just. That's it. Yeah, that's Playover it. Did. Well, you guys,
2: it's like you reverse roles. You really did. Sure. You're <laughs> two right. and zero, but now the parlay kid. What are you? Are you one and one, parlay kid? Oh no, I'm zero oh, two. So, so you're looking close. close. I need you to shake, things, shake up. things up. Okay. I.
1: Well, last year, if you remember, I think I started off like zero and five, and I ended right, up right. You came back. Uh, you know, I felt a little short, I, but I, I got it going after a, f- a couple pickups. Couple of, there's just very few guys on this waiver wire to really. I got to go well, through the also, trade round. So what do you what do you I do? Go Ford looked route.
2: great for the Browns, and now Kareem Hunt is there. So what do you what do you bid on a guy like Ford if he's still on the waiver wire, or what do you bid on a guy like uh, Jones for New Orleans, right, with Williams out for uh, an unspecified amount of time? It's weird with the running back, and now you're offering me a running back which I should probably take even though I like even though I like Jordan Addison that's the uh offer straight up Stevenson. so sell me on this Paul kid Stevenson for Addison it's it's fair i have to say it's one of the more
1: fair trades i've come across yeah i think look here's the thing i'm looking at your roster you got you definitely have uh some receivers yeah. you can spare uh i looking at my roster i have uh some running backs mm-hmm. i can spare um, that's for sure. I think, I think Stevenson. It's only a matter of time. He really should be the central uh focal mm-hmm. point of that Pat's offense. He should be catching five, six, seven passes a game and rushing the ball fifteen plus times a game. Uh, he's their best offensive threat. Um, you know, he's projected for uh, to have a decent amount of points this week, more than Addison's projected for uh, as right. a receiver. So. Um, yeah, I just think, uh, you could use some more running back depth. I can use some more, I could use any type of receiving depth. My my receivers are are really bad. Uh, so it's a fair trade here, Sal. I'll tell you what, why I I like it. I like Addison
2: though. And the the only reason I wouldn't do it, I'm because I, I feel like you gotta have running back depth in here, even if I don't start Stevenson, which I would, but, uh, you know, um, Wait,
3: and who are your other receivers, what
2: is, uh well, well, hold on. Uh, now I'm on something else. Uh, my, other, I know people don't care about this crap, but it's the end of the show, so you could tune out everyone. No, they do. No, they I, really got, it. I got T. Higgins. I have they Addison T. Higgins, Devonta Smith uh, starting. Uh, I have Atwell, the other Rams um, breakout legend there. Z- uh, Zay Flowers, Sky Moore are my uh, three on the bench. Um, I have... Right now it would be Brian Robinson and Kenneth Walker running back if I don't make the trade. And Tyler Algier, who started for me last week, is my other running back. And Charbonnet is the backup for yeah. Kenneth Walker. I, mean, I like I, it. I like yeah, the trade.
3: I like the trade for you.
2: You do? Yeah. Here's the only thing. Um, the way we do the keepers, I, I I could look at Addison for a keeper. Now that that might be, I don't know, maybe it's not worth it. But for next next year. Paulie, where did you get Stevenson? Mm. Do you remember?
1: Pretty, pretty early, Fourth so I think so. I I thought he was going to have a bigger role um, th- than the Patriots mm. have given him so far. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I think he uh, you, you wouldn't be part of your keeper right. process uh, at uh, all. Let me look into year. this
2: because let me, who has Chubb on in our league? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. he's uh, impossible to deal with. <laughs> I, I, because if I can give him Brian Robinson or something and, and uh, you know what I mean? And Algier after getting Stevenson, maybe this is worth it. Let me see. Let me see. Parley kid. I, I think, I, I think we have to involve another, uh, another team, but I, Ooh, like, it I do a appreciate a three-way. Well, uh, I appreciate an honest offer. I got like one of those crappy and uh, the Simmons, uh, take your ball and go home league. After he was kicked out, he started this league and I get. I'll, I'll tell him it was Connor Shell a big time executive used to be at ESPN. Now he does his own thing. He offers me like, uh, four players for two and none of the four were better than any of my two. And then I got to cut two players and I hate that.
1: Yeah, mate, I hate yeah, it. No, and it,
2: it, it no happened way. like, uh, 72 hours into the season. So enough people can go to hell with those trades. Honestly, <laughs> but doing this for, uh, imagine like uh, if you were in any I other know. profession, parlay kid. And, uh, yeah, you know, you try to get one by like an electrician. Like, well, I don't know, you know. But I think we should do it. Too. Like, no, I know what I'm <laughs> doing
1: here. Yeah, so. I know. I know. I love it. I'm gonna give you four mediocre yeah, to below right. mediocre players for I don't two like good any ones. Of guys, and then you're gonna to have to drop. You're gonna to have to drop two other ones. Uh, drop two of the players. Uh, in essence, it's a two bad players for two yeah, good but, players. Swap. Yeah, what about am rumbling outside
2: the uh, cheesecake factory where your four guys are better <laughs> than my two, right? Where the, this is only two of them could play. So uh, anyway, I don't even know what I'm talking about. All right, Harry, you're going to the game, and then you're going uh, you're going to the Thursday game tonight, and then you're going to the uh, the Raiders game on Sunday. Yeah, but so you're not going to a Monday game.
0: No, I'm just going to watch football in Vegas on Monday. Okay, wow. That's it. All yeah. right. Good weekend. Good should be fun. Good for you.
2: All right. I gotta send the kid off to college. Uh, watch me yeah. and brother Bri. Brother Bri tall order this week has to beat Parley Kids 10 and 8. Mm. He did nicely on cousin Sal's winning weekend. Go get him, Bri. Sh- check that out. Um, Friday, 10 a.m. on FanDuel TV. And that's gonna do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs in the D3. I'm Sal. Sing so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na.